Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Faster than a speeding bullet. They say this cat Lincoln is a bad mother. We're just talking about Lincoln. Cincinnati. Welcome to 1230 WDBZ. We are the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, the Lincoln Wear Show till one o'clock this afternoon on this day before Election Day. And remember, there's no early voting today. There was a time when you could go into about two o'clock at the Board of Elections on the day before elections. But the Republicans pretty much put a stop to that. And, you know, they did it out of meanness, but they actually helped the people down at the Board of Elections because they need to prepare for tomorrow. So I get it why why they're closed, but the Republicans did it out of meanness. Simple as that. Oh, boy, there's a lot going on. Man, where do I start? Okay, let's see. Friday, Community Action Agency gave me the uh, Ted Berry Award, and I appreciate them for that. Thank you, Community Action Agency. Had a nice luncheon over at the Centos Center. Yes. Had a great time over there. Then, let's see, that was Friday morning. Then Friday evening, went to the uh, Withrow Winton Woods football game. And it was a sellout. They They had to close the gates. They stopped letting people in. It was so crowded. They stopped letting people in. And Withrow, before, let me back up a little bit. I did stop at the Withrow tailgate. And, man, did they give any bulldog, any bulldogs around there a tough time. (laughs) And they was giving it to the bulldogs. There was a few of them around there that came to my defense. But, uh. The Tigers, they put on one hell of a tailgate. I will give them that. They had, they even had steaks. The guy had steaks on the grill. I'm like, what the? Hamburgers, hot dogs, seafood. He had everything. And it was great. The Withrow High School tailgate. And they ended up winning. How about that? Public school moves on in the playoffs. Chris Henry, yeah, he's the real deal. I finally got to actually see him. I didn't see him in action. When I went to the St. X game, they couldn't get the ball to Chris Henry Jr. They just couldn't get the ball to him when they played St. X. But they were they were able to get the ball to him uh, in this game with Wenton Woods. And, uh, yeah, once he gets that ball, he's hard to stop. 
He's got some great moves. And, uh, yeah, you can tell he's going to be a great college player and possibly the pros. So uh, he is the real deal, Chris Henry Jr. And so we went to the uh, game, had a great time there, saw a lot of people. And then um, Saturday we had the black and white cancer survivor gala. And that was, man, a lot of people were there. I, did, I met your um, a relative of yours. Uh, I think her name is Annetta, Arnetta, or something like that. She she was one of the presenters or something there. But she said she's related to you. I have to look at the program to get her name. I don't know anybody named Arnetta. Maybe it wasn't Arnetta, but it was something. Something Netta. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Annetta. I'm having a hard time with these Nettas here lately. I saw... Uh, 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 the superintendent, Ironetta, at the game, and I was introducing her to my son, and I call her Arnetta, which I know Arnetta Whitehead, and I'm doing her fashion show this week, I think. Yeah, this Saturday. And I called Ironetta Arnetta. And I'm like, these Nettas are killing me. These Nettas are driving me crazy. So anyway, so the game... Black and White Cancer, Survivor Gala, uh, Dr. Keith Melvin, Bill Mabry, they always put on a great event. I've been there with them. For, how many years did they say it was, 13 or more? It's been a lot of years, um, and they've come a long way from buffet style on paper plates to sit-down dinner being served at the Duke Energy Center. And, of course, it moves to Sharonville Convention Center next year. They'll be out in Sharonville next year. So I uh, had a great time there. Then uh, that was Saturday night. Then Saturday, uh, Sunday morning, Sunday, went to the Bengals game. Went down to the went down to uh, the tailgate down at Longworth, and that place is a whew, that place is a zoo. Let me tell you, <laughs> some of everything going on down there. You got DJs everywhere. You hear music coming out. It's like stereo. You hear one song out of one ear, one song out of another ear, another song. Yeah, it's just it's crazy down there. The drinks are flowing, and people were partying all day long. And then went to the game. And I have to I have to compliment the Bengal fans because they got the memo. People had their black on in the certain sections. People had their orange on in certain sections. And I don't know how it looked on TV, but I think it looked pretty good. People followed the memo. So it was pretty good. Pretty good. So um, I was happy to see that. And I didn't get home to like, 1230-something to 1 last night. Jeez. By the time you walk to the car and get in the traffic and get home, it was, jeez. But, uh, oh, I I skipped something that I did yesterday. Down at the Cincinnati Black Music Walk of Fame, uh, you know, Bootsy Collins has produced a new song on the Black Music Walk of Fame. And they were doing a video down at the Cincinnati Black Music Walk of Fame yesterday with uh, 
they had, you know, with the playing the song and everybody was dancing and doing all. It was pretty good. I can't wait to see the finished product. Can't wait. And so that was that. Yeah. Great video and the song, you know, it's Bootsy all over, man. I mean, Bootsy brought it. Bootsy brought it. Bootsy brought it. And let's see. The mayor's coming on. And <laughs> let's see. I got a, I'm sending a text message here. And because um, I couldn't remember exactly what time they were. We've changed the time and dates so many times. But it will either be 1030 or 11. The mayor. The where and the mayor that we do once a month. He'll be in here. And I'm sure we'll talk about the mass shooting in the West End. What the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? 11-year-old who attends the Cincinnati Preparatory Academy gunned down on the street Friday night and along with an, another 11-year-old, 12, 13, 15, 15-year-old girl and a 53-year-old woman all gunned down in the West End on Friday night. And these kids are growing up. This is almost like growing up over in Palestine or Israel where there's so much violence going on that kids see all this stuff. It's almost like that here with some of these kids. Now, I got a um, a nephew. I guess he's my great-nephew, grand-nephew. What do they call him? Anyway, this kid, he's 11 years old. He has witnessed his Football coach getting gunned down right in front of him. And now one of his classmates is shot and killed on the streets of the West End. There's some trauma there. It may not show now, but there's some hidden trauma there. And I think they're going to have some people for the kids to talk to at the schools, at the public schools, because some of the kids attended public school and some uh, attended the Cincinnati Preparatory Academy. So they're going to have some people there for, counselors there for the kids to talk to, which is a good thing. Because can you imagine, can you imagine the trauma that these kids are going through at such a young age? I can't believe it. I can't believe it. To go through something like that at the age of 11, watching your own football coach get gunned down in front of you. And then you go to school and they tell you your friend was gunned down over the weekend. 
And they had a big press conference, the mayor's police chief. Yesterday, and what can you do? What can you do? What can you do? How can you stop it? All right, uh, a couple other things. The teacher that was shot by her six-year-old student the judge has said she can proceed with her law school or with her lawsuit against the school board. Imagine that. A six-year-old comes to school and shoots his teacher. Remember when that happened? Well, she's suing the school board because she said they could have stopped it. And they didn't. And she's suing. And the judge says she can proceed with her lawsuit. Police made an arrest in the street takeover. Now, the guy they caught, he was just blocking the street so people couldn't get through while they watched the guy do the donut. They need to get the guy doing the donuts. But hopefully, this guy will lead them to that guy. I don't know. I don't know. But they did get one individual in that case. All right, we're going to take a break and then we'll come back. My phone number, if you want to jump on board, is 513-749-1230. What an easy number to remember. Some of these, I listen to some of these talk shows, you know, and their numbers, because, you, you know, their numbers are so crazy and the talk show host just blurred them out there. And I'm like, if I wanted to call, I could never call you because you don't slow down and give the phone number out. 513-749-1230. How easy is that? All right. We're going to take a break and then we'll come back. Lincoln Ware, 1230. The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Want to give a shout out to all the people that were uh, at the Board of Elections on Friday. I went over there and uh, voted, and uh, saw a lot of people over there. And uh, man, they were, you know, they were calling me this way, calling me that way, and I'm like, and then somebody was trying to talk to me while the ladies trying to give me the information and get my license. She was like, "Will you let me do my job?" And leave him alone. And so she got my license and she gave me my ballot. And um, didn't take but a minute to do. Didn't take but a minute. I had a few school board choices in Montgomery for the Sycamore School District. Voted for some school board candidates there. And, of course, issue one, issue two. Of course, I didn't have the issue 22 on my ballot. Didn't have it on my ballot. And 
So what can I say? The mayor's coming in at 1030. You still have that intro over there, don't you? Okay. And we'll talk, definitely talk about what happened Friday in the West End. This can't keep happening. This can't keep happening. Your racism is showing. Oh, you're not talking. I thought that was somebody. That's right. I thought that was somebody talking to me. <laughs> okay, that's Raven talking to somebody. I thought somebody was talking to me. Um, Lincoln had the politicians call in Friday. What is he saying here? Lincoln had the politicians call in Friday to push some some issue. No, I didn't. Whoever, t- and that, by the way, yeah, those people were lying. I can, I, I can show you a text message <laughs> that I sent them and said, no, that person cannot call. But maybe they called before I saw the message. I'm not sure, but no. I did not tell anybody to call in here to Raven on Friday. Well, somebody definitely called in here and said that she was scheduled to talk to you on Friday. I'm looking for the email here. that I mean, not email, but the text message. And it wasn't no disrespect. I just couldn't talk to her. Yeah. Um, But she did say that you told her to call on Friday. Who was it? Victoria Park. Well, see, and then somebody said, uh, "Can Vic- she said she was invited to call on Friday?" They said, "Morning." She not in by me. See, somebody must have. It's morning. Can Victoria Parks and I call in around twelve thirty p.m.? And I don't know who this person is. I don't even have their name on this number. I said, um, "I'm not in. I'm not on today." I said, "Victoria can't come on anyway. She's a candidate." She called. Well, that ain't what she said. She called. And again, no disrespect, but this is what happened. You can go back and look at the video. She called in and said that you invited her to call in on Friday to talk about issue 22. No, I did not. I haven't even. That's the thing. I haven't even talked to Victoria Parks. Well, hell, you need to have a conversation with her quickly. In the past, I don't know when. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, where's she coming from? All of a sudden, a few days from the election, she wants to come on now. I, well, that's a conversation y'all need to have privately. Because I saw I'll be out of here. <laughs> oh, boy. Unbelievable. Yep, I'll show you the text message that I sent back to them. I'm not on today. Victoria can't come on anyway. She's a candidate. That's what I said. So somebody's trying to play political games, as Frankie Beverly and Mays would say. Too many games that people play. All right. Let's uh, get to the phone. Oh, by the way. Oh, I saw Brother 454's name up there. and he, I, didn't know he was, I, know, I didn't know he was a coach for Wynton Woods. I saw Brother 454 out there on Saturday. He didn't see me, but I saw him coaching. For Wynn Woods. 
And yeah, Wenton Woods had a tough time with Withrow. Withrow, I tell you, I don't know. They might win one more game. I think they're good for one more game. I don't think they're going to get to the state championship, but I think they're good for one more game. I wish the quarterback had a better arm, but he's he's all right. He's average. He's average. So what can you say? All right, every line is busy, so I might as well get busy. Let's start off with OG Freddie. Freddie? Keep your eyes on I don't know about that. I don't know. I'm going to keep my eyes on Newport. Yeah, and I haven't been thinking. <laughs> I still haven't heard anything about General Motors. I've, well, General I've, Motors, I think they, they're they on board now. That's what I – last I heard, I thought I'm, they were on board. Yeah, but I don't see nothing in print, man. So, you know, yeah. Well. And then did you see your boy uh, Eastman on 60 Minutes last night? No, I didn't see 60 Minutes last Pitiful. night. Yeah, okay. I was yes, at the game. Man. I haven't had yeah. a chance to watch 60 Minutes. Uh, what were they talking about? Well, they was talking about him uh, notifying that Trump won the election. Mumbo-jumbo, talking in circles. And then, too, even with the Supreme Court justice, his wife, y'all used to do that commercial with Kathy Hughes about uh, Thomas' wife, man. I haven't heard... Nigga, I don't hear nothing, man. I'm listening to well, the news. I mean, that w- you you can't run that same thing forever. She no, talked no, I'm, about I'm just it. Saying, yeah, I know you can't run it forever, but nothing, nothing, nothing's being done, man. With nothing. Well, I mean, she, all she can do is tell you what's going on. She can't fix the problem by herself. No, I know. I know. That's up to the lawmakers. And then, and then you said something about the kids over in uh, in Israel and the kids here, man. Lincoln, night and day, man. There's no comparison at all, man. Not real. Yes. Yeah, I know. All right. All right. Thanks for your call, OG. Thanks, man. All right. All right. Keep your eyes on Newport. All right. Let's uh, move along. Uh, I was at the game last night, and uh, one of the uh, airline pilot who listens to us, works for United Airlines, his name is uh, uh, Greg, and um, he said, I met Twin. I met Twin. I was at Eaton Park, and this guy was walking the dog, and I asked him his name, and he said his name was Twin. And he showed me a picture of the guy, and that was not Twin. I'm like, what Twin? I mean, anybody who's a twin can say they're Twin. I don't know. But it was not Twin. He was an old guy with a beard. Walking the dog, he's like guy like he looked like he's about sixty or seventy years old. I said that is not twin. That is not twin. All right, we'll take a break, and then we'll come back. Blade, twin, Dale, Sister Bridge, and others. I saw Sister Bridge. When did I see her? I saw her Saturday night. Yes. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back. Twelve thirty. The buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ. The buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. By the way, at the black and white gala, cancer survivor gala, uh, I was, you know, I'm the fashion police, and nobody had on any red 
dresses. Because I wasn't there. It's okay. Or, or you know, anything up. out of the ordinary. <laughs> so, uh, yes. I didn't. Now, they may have been there, but I didn't see them. Good. They didn't stand out if they were there. But I didn't see anybody in a red dress at a black and white gala. Didn't see anybody in a red dress. So there you have it. Yes. All right. Let's continue. Let's go to uh let's go to Twin. Twin, how are you today? What's up, huh? Welcome back. Hey, uh sad, man. Eleven year old get cute. Drive by shoe. Mm-hmm. Say what? Say that again. Say it's sad eleven year old get cute. Yes, yes. Drive by and then what was it four, five more after that? They got wounded too. Uh yeah, it was about um I think what was it, five people shot? Yes. Victoria Park, when she came in, she should have been campaigning on that. How to say the uh, kids or whatever, steady calling in, sneak calling in, campaigning, whatever she was doing. It's crazy, man, how them kids is. I, it reminded me of uh, last week when I talked to you, when dude shot up the club in Chicago. He get mad because uh, they kicked him out, and they – uh. He came back and shot the club up. Mm. And a little bit after that, the other day, Lincoln, Friday, this girl get into it with the beautician. She sent her girls up there, her two daughters up there. It was in Chicago. It was nationwide, too. Uh-huh. They had on the other news, too. Sent her two daughters up there, and the girl, the beautician, came out and shot both of them. Mm. Man, killed both of them. I tell you, people I'm think bad. people think these shootings are video games or something. No, man, especially when you playing with somebody. These people, you ain't, they ain't fighting no more, Link. They shoot them up, bang, bang. They ain't fighting no more. You go, you argue with somebody today. They killing you. It's hard out here. I blame it on the government, like I've been saying. All these good guns and everything ain't letting loose out here. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Hey, that was a good game last night, though. Yeah. I can't say that, but. Uh, JoJo, he on the run, man. The only, yeah. only teams he got to look out for is uh, KZ and the Ravens. I'm glad. want to make I'm it glad, all the way. Uh, I'm glad the Bengals finally started using tight ends. You know, I've oh, been yeah. preaching. I've been talking about that all year. I know people don't remember me saying we need to get some tight end play. They only remember stuff that I'm wrong about. But uh, yeah. I know no one remembers me saying the Bengals, <laughs> they need to get some tight end play in there and they'll be all right. And it yeah, happened. Was, and, yeah, that was a, hey, it's great. Yeah, that was a good hit, though. It made him fumble, cough it up like that. Yes. And it was said, and what's his name, Hamlin, he went there before the game started. Yeah, yeah. You know, kneel down and Well, pray. they say he came out after the game, too. He came back oh, out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah I, just, I hope today is Monday fired day because we need to get fired, all of them. Chicago coaches and everything. Oh boy! Sad we keep on losing. Even the Dallas game was good though. He came up two, yeah, I, shoot, two I, yards short. I tell you, I was I left the house early. I didn't see hardly any games. I went down to do the video at the Cincinnati Black Music Walk of Fame. Then mm-hmm. I went to tailgating. Then I went to the games. So I, I'm, I'm, I didn't see anything happening yesterday uh, except oh. the Bengals and, and the Bills. I got to run, Twin. Thanks for your call. All right, let's go to Sister Bridge. How are you today? Good morning. Good morning, Brother Lincoln. How are you? I'm doing great. It was good seeing you on uh, Saturday. Yes, it was. It was good seeing you, your beautiful wife, and your sister-in-law, your mother-in-law, and yes. brother-in-law, the whole family. I didn't yes. see your side. That's the only person I don't 
Um, I don't know. I've never met him before, but I'm sure he was there. And you were the MC, and you were doing your thing, doing a good job as always. Well, thank you, sister. Um, and, and congratulations, Rich. too. Congratulations on the nominee of the Marconio Award. Yes, yes, Am yes. Am I saying that correct? Yes, and yes. getting that um, Terry uh, Berry Award on Friday. Like I said, this is your year. I'm so, so happy for you. All right. Well, yes, and, and I wanted to say, you know, um, the Bengals, they did look good on, on, on TV. I said to myself, how did they manage that? Because I saw that, too, with orange black section. Yes, yes. I said, well, people, I they, don't know people got the memo. To, you know, pull it out. People got the memo, and uh, they followed the rules, and it turned out it looked great. I didn't think people were going to uh, follow everything, but they did. They did. They it, did. It looked it looked great on TV. It really did. It, it absolutely did. Um, yeah, and I, I, this was my first time going to the um, gala. I had a great time. I met uh, Dr. Melvin's mother. Oh, I was so excited to meet yes. her. Uh, she's a beautiful lady. She's a queen. Yes. I, and and so, Sister Bridge, so, I hate to cut you short. I, I, I hate to cut you short, but I got to go. I got the mayor okay. here, and I need. I'm going to take okay, a little early break. Too. All right, God we're going to take. You thanks for your day. call. Thanks for your thanks call. For taking my call. All right, uh, we're going to take an early break, and then we'll come back, and then we'll talk to the mayor. It's where and the mayor coming up right here on 12:30. The buzz. It's time for where and the mayor. Where and the mayor from City Hall to your backyard. Find out what's going on in and around Cincinnati with Ware and the Mayor on 1230 The Buzz. 1230 WDBZ, The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln Ware and the Mayor right here in the studio. Welcome, Mayor. How are you today? I'm great. We had a, a great win last night. Who day, baby? Oh, man. We're coming into form right at the right time in the season, so feeling good. Yes, yes, yeah. It's, uh, I'm, we're using the tight ends. Yep, that's and, right. Uh, that's key, and uh, it looks like it's uh, straightforward ahead. But obviously, uh, you know, obvi- other than Sunday night, which was a, a bright spot, it, it was a very challenging weekend. Yeah, I can imagine. Friday, Friday night. Let's go there. Friday, Friday night, night, the yeah. mass shooting down in the West End. Yeah. Uh, I saw parts of the press conference yesterday uh man i mean what do you do is there a strategy in place absolutely for so, what's going on so what's the strategy first and foremost i we i don't think we can overstate the tragedy of friday night uh, in 20 in in just a matter of a second and a half 22 rounds were shot into a crowd of kids six people were shot five of them children one child, 11-year-old boy, shot right outside of his house um, and shot dead. Um, it's awful. It's unspeakable. Uh, the city manager and I went door to door in the West End and the neighborhood where it happened, just to just to check yeah. in, just to check in on people and to just just be there to to hug them and to love on them. But the the trauma is real. Obviously, uh, the victim's family. Uh, I, I spent time with them over the weekend. Are, their world is destroyed. I mean, I've got a four-year-old and a one-year-old at home. I, I just, I, I, I can't imagine, and I, I, I'm at a loss for words what to mm-hmm. say to a parent. Yeah. But, but the, obviously, the priority is finding out who did this, bringing them to justice, but also, as important, being there for the West End. Starting at 11 a.m. today, um, pretty much uh, right now, um, 
the city administration is there with mental health professionals providing wraparound services. Okay. Um, we went door to door to make sure the residents know to get the care that they need. We've coordinated with Hayes Porter, Taft, and CCPA, the schools there, because so many of the, ki- so many of the kids knew the victim, grew up with the victim, goes to school with the victim. And so our, our real concern is, is being there for the community as they grieve and as they deal with the trauma. But there's no doubt that gun violence, particularly amongst our teens, is absolutely at a crisis point. Yeah. Uh, year to date, we are up 63% for teen shooting. Jeez. 63%. And, and yes, we have a comprehensive uh, strategy. Um, you know, I, I think from a, from a data perspective, Lincoln, all of the important indicators that we look at, shootings, violent crime, homicides, all of them are trending down. The one thing that is skyrocketing is teen violence. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have been, this is not a new phenomenon. We have been engaged in a community-wide effort really over the last two years trying to get our arms around this, spending historic amounts of money into, uh, into our, 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 um, our student employment program so that we can get kids, particularly in the summer, into employment, get money in their hands. Uh, we've invested a historic amount of money into mental health mm-hmm. support and training, a historic amount of money into our health and human services fund. But the but the but the violence persists. And yeah. and part of the part of the challenge is how easy it is for our kids to get access to guns. And second, social media is a real problem that's catalyzing the violence. What used to be just a just a, an argument amongst kids is turning into yeah. lethal violence yeah. very quickly. And, and it's not just the kids. You see headline after headline around the country of road rage incidents turning mm-hmm. into shootings, someone knocking on the wrong door turning into a shooting, someone pulling into the wrong driveway turning into a shooting. Um, so it's, it's, a real, it's a real challenge. It's, it's, it's overwhelmingly sad, particularly because it's affecting our kids in this profound way. But I, I will say this, the, the, the homicide detective, CPD, their response was extraordinary. They have basically not slept since Friday night. On the city administration side, we're doing everything we can to get our arms around this mm-hmm. challenge and to make sure it doesn't happen again. Because we cannot, we cannot accept that this is the status quo. We cannot accept that in our city, our kids are in danger if they're, if they're playing outside of their home, no matter where they live. That has that is a priority and it will continue to be a priority for us. Now, I heard two different versions. One person said he drove and he was shooting from the car. Then I heard another version that he got out of the car and came over, which is true. So so the investigation, as you can imagine, is in is in full force. Um, the, the the homicide detectives have an extraordinarily high closure rate that we're very, very proud of. We are confident we will find the perpetrator and hold them accountable. As far as the specifics of the investigation right now, so, so as to not tip off anything, we are keeping all the details as close as possible until we have information to confirm. But I can confirm that uh, the, 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 the shooting did come from a car uh, and, af- and it happened, as I mentioned, within seconds. Uh, and so it is, it is very likely that the person never left the car, that mm-hmm. the car came in, shot 22 rounds in two seconds and then sped away. Gee, man. And uh, uh, a dark, was it an SUV or a sedan or did they? 
So we're, we're, we haven't confirmed any of those okay. details yet. Okay. But uh, like you said, putting the youth to work might be in it. I remember they had a program called CCY right. years ago, Citizens yep. Committee on Youth, I think. That's right. And they would give kids jobs for the summer, and sometimes yep. they could continue to work. Is anything like that in that's, the works? That's what we're that's what we're trying to build. Yeah. Uh, we we increased our funding for youth employment by two million dollars uh, over the past two years. You know, Iris Rowley, Virginia Talent, and Cheryl Long have been really leading this effort. Uh, we're no longer looking at it from just a seasonal employment perspective, but a year year round um, opportunity for kids to get jobs, not just you know cleaning up parks and and, mm. and lifeguarding, which is very important. But getting them jobs in our city's legal department, getting them jobs in our city's engineering department, giving them summer and year-round jobs that can build upon a career. Um, because, uh, you know, as you know, the, 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 the elements and the root causes of all the violence is oftentimes poverty. And so making yeah. sure that we're investing dollars, getting money into the hands of people who need it so that they can lift up their, their families and as a result lift up the communities is absolutely our priority. Now, I was told by a state representative that they're working on something up at the state house to actually pay kids mm-hmm. to go to school. If their attendance is at a certain point, they would actually get money. Yeah. Did I, you hear that? Have I, you I, heard that? I have not. I'm, I've not been uh, privy to those conversations. But from my perspective, everything's on the table. Yeah. Um, this this is a crisis, um, and and we've gotta we've gotta come together as a community. Politicians, of course, teachers, faith leaders, parents, everybody, and and look, there is a there is a culture of violence amongst our teens, not not unique to Cincinnati, but across the country. Social media is absolutely a part of it, but you know, my message to to the shooter is, you know, you're 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 not you're not a tough a tough person. It doesn't make you hard to shoot up a crowd of kids. Yeah. That 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 is an awful awful consequence. Uh, and and whatever whatever is leading to this violence, we want to make sure that we're we're putting an end to it, but providing, you know, s- providing hope and providing mm-hmm. you know opportunities because you know these 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 folks who are engaged in this violence, these teens, these kids, they, they weren't born that way. They they are facing a reality where it's easier to reach for a gun than it is to reach for a job or a book, and we've got to disrupt that, and and that's got to be on all of us. Man, I tell you, it's got to stop. I mean, the kids, you, you can't even go outside. You don't, you know, when you're afraid to let your kid go outside, yeah. things are really bad. I mean, right? I, well, as I mentioned, the city manager and I were, were walking, the, walking the streets, and, you know, I was struck by a lot of things. But one of the things I was truly heartbreaking were people, and you know the, 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 the West End, City West, where, where this happened. It's a beautiful neighborhood with these gorgeous townhomes, these tree-lined streets with these with these historic light posts, and the houses are pretty close together. And so, you know, we, people were opening their windows and shouting messages of support and love. So even in, you know, even in its darkest time, the West End, a historic, profoundly proud community, still has hope and yeah. grace and kindness. Um, and, and if anything, I was certainly inspired by that. Now, uh, I hear they made an arrest on the street takeovers. Mm-hmm. I know that that's been a big concern of the city officials and and the police. And so there's a lead right there as far as the street takeovers, because yeah. this is I mean, how are you just going to shut down a street or interstate and you don't have, get caught? You we just, have zero, zero tolerance for this. This is this is absolutely something 
that cannot take root in Cincinnati. Again, this is this is a national trend. Cities around the country are seeing these kinds of of drag races and and shutting down highways and on and off ramps. It, it has it has happened a couple times here in Cincinnati, and we are committed to not la- allowing that to take root and to fester. We're we're devoting as many resources as we can to hold these people accountable and prevent it from happening. Yes, yes. Uh, the review of the city managers coming up with mm-hmm. council. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think she's done a pretty good job so far. I think I she's. Mean, I think okay. she's done an extraordinary job. Cheryl Long is is just one of those special leaders who, you know, is is is, is d- makes all the right decisions, communicates clearly. But the special sauce, the the thing that makes that sets her apart, is that she's lived so many of these experiences. She came up in Cincinnati. Um, you know, she she um, had her her own hardships. She she speaks very emotionally and honestly about losing her sister to gun violence and having someone in that role. I mean, she's the, you know, she is the CEO of the city. She is responsible for the 6,000 employees and the $1.5 yes. billion dollar budget and having someone in charge who has those lived experiences, who knows what it's like to face these challenges, um, really sets her apart. And I'm so, so honored to be able to partner with her, particularly right now in Cincinnati, when there's so many good things happening, so much momentum, so much energy, but there's also some challenges, and you know she's the perfect person for the job. What do you think is the biggest challenge? Public safety. I okay. mean, you know, our, our first, second, and third priority in, in City Hall is public safety. If people don't feel safe uh, in our communities, then nothing else matters. And that's why we we focus so much on making sure that we're that we're innovating in the space. That's why we're one of the the uh, few cities in the country that send mental health professionals unarmed. No police officers, no no um, no uh, public uh, safety officials other than mental health professionals for some nine one one calls. Few cities in the country are yeah. doing that. We're we're really leading the charge on that. You know that that's that's the that's the challenge that we have in public safety is to to try to innovate, to try and find new solutions, new strategies because every city is different. It's not as if we can just take something from New Orleans or Buffalo and just take it off the shelf and put it in Cincinnati. We have our own unique challenges our own unique history, and we need those specifically tailored strategies to work here. It's been two years since uh, city council was elected. Uh, is there anything they left on the table that you would like, would have liked for them to complete that they didn't in the past two years? Did they leave anything on the table? Lincoln, we've been busy, man. I mean, we over the last two years, we have seen a complete cultural shift in City Hall, first and foremost. You, you don't see the, the, the personal attacks. You don't see the partisanship. Um, we all we all don't agree on everything, but you see the respect and the results. Um, we've received uh, 250 million dollars in federal grants that are being directed to our disinvested communities. We've received the single biggest federal grant in our country's history, 1.6 billion dollars, to finally redo the Brent Spence Bridge. Violent crime is trending down. Uh, pedestrian safety is trending up. We announced our biggest uh, uh, ready our our economic development. Um, Regional Arm announced its biggest job creation project with MedPace in uh, uh, in um, uh, in in Cincinnati. So you know there, there's a lot of really great things happening in our community, and a lot of that has to do with the change in leadership and, yeah. frankly, the 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 clear vision from council. Um, and and look, we'll, we'll see what happens on Tuesday, but I'm I'm confident that we're on the right track. Mm-hmm. We've got the right team, and we just got to continue pushing forward.
All right. Well, uh, I've got a thousand questions to ask you, but I feel, oh, boy, I feel so incomplete today, <laughs> you know, and it's and not my fault either. Yeah. But uh, I got to follow the rules. And uh, but really, next the next time you come in, then we're going to revisit all this stuff. OK, okay how okay. about that? I, I, I'm here whenever you need okay. me. Lincoln. Then the next month when you come in and we do where and the mayor we will revisit everything that has gone on with uh, issue 22 and the whole bit. But uh, they're well, killing let, me. Here. Let they're me let me say this. I know, I know there are rules about this, but no matter where you stand on any of the issues, it's an off year. So, you know, people aren't paying as much attention to yeah. a to a, a race where there's a Congress or president at stake. But there are so many critically yeah. important local issues on the ballot. Please, no matter where you stand on any of the issues, please turn out and vote on Tuesday, tomorrow on Election Day. Make yeah. your voice heard. This democracy only works yeah. If we all participate and I, I don't want to see any precincts that only had a five percent turnout, you know, there right. are some out there that have, you know, come out like that. But let's hope everybody will get out and vote and, uh, you know, we'll look at the issues and uh, try to find out whether they should vote yes or no on the issues before they just go in there and not know what the hell they're looking at. That's right. All right. Uh, Mayor Pierval, thank you for stopping by. We'll see you the next time for Wearing the Mayor. Love it. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. And uh, you were at Disney. Uh, You were giving me some tips on Disney. So (laughs) Lincoln, I hope I can say this. Lincoln's going to Disney in November. I just went for the first time ever in my life and took my four-year-old Disney's amazing. Uh, it's very expensive. It's very tiring, and it's hot. So oh get boy. get ready. Oh get ready, I, Lincoln. You may you may want to get one of those rascal scooters to, to scoot around it. Oh, I might have to check that out. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Thank you for stopping in. We appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. Uh, we've got news coming up, and we'll come back on the other side. Twelve thirty. The buzz. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It was all a dream. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. 
way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke? The hard, the hard. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight cause I rhyme tight. Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade. Born sinner, the opposite of a winner. Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner? Peace to Ron G, Brucey B, Kid Capri. Funk master flex, love bug star ski. I'm blowing up like you thought I would. Call a crib, same number, same hood. Oh man, that good. sounds so good. Uh, and if you don't know, now you, now know. you know. If you don't know, now you know. Famous last words. 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati. Lincoln, where with you? And that interview was killing me. Because if we just follow the if we just follow the rules, we could be okay. <laughs> we, we can't even follow the rules. Oh boy. Anyway. Uh yeah. So don't blame me for not bringing up 22. <laughs> it's not me. You have issues with me interviewing the mayor and not bringing up all the issues surrounding 22. Call 679-6000 and file your complaints there. So there you have it. It was burning me up not to bring up all the stuff concerning issue 22, the rats at the health center. And all that stuff. The the treasurer. Zen has his treasurer. He didn't know he was the treasurer for the railroad. Didn't know he was his. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And so who's complaining about my dancing just now? I thought I was getting down pretty good. Raven was looking at me like I was crazy. That's that's only because she wished she could dance like that. No, I don't. <laughs> that's it. I, I bet you Roscoe can't break it down like that. I don't know. I've never seen him dance. <laughs> you never seen him dance? Oh, no. my God. We don't often be in environments oh, where you of us has to dance. Oh, boy. Unbelievable. Uh, that's a... You going to get in trouble now, Lincoln. No, I'm not. I mean, I can talk about it, I guess. I hear everybody else on radio talking about it, but when it comes to us, we can't do it. I just don't understand that. But anyway, let me move on. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Ray, Marcus, Dale, Obelaye, and Blade. All right, let's go to let's go to Ray. Ray, how you doing? What's up, Lincoln? What's going on, Lincoln? Why couldn't you talk to the mayor about issue twenty two? It's a long story. I don't even want to get into it. Please, I get fire comes out of my ears when I talk about it. So just don't ask. If you want to know, call six seven nine six thousand. Okay, very important. But let me ask you this: yeah. on the same note, uh, you asked me last week. I can't vote on it, but why I voted. But let me, let me just ask you this. Yeah. Well, let me ask you two questions. Yes. It, it, it's, it's almost like it's the city administration against activists. What can the city do to convince the no people, which pretty much are the activists, to vote yes? Or is it just a matter of trust? 
Okay, say that again. Say that again. It's pretty much the city uh, administration versus the activists. And yeah. what could the city do to convince the no people, which pretty much the activists, to vote yes on issue 22? Well, I mean, it's not just the activists that's against 22. I've seen regular uh, citizens who are not activists uh, say that they're for it and say that they're against it, too. So it's not just the activists who are against it. Ordinary citizens are against it. They don't have to be an activist to say, I'm voting no on 22. But usually the, the, the regular, you know, the regular, regular folks. You hear the you hear the vocal, uh, in this case, it could be the vocal majority or the vocal minority. You hear the, the, the greasy, you hear the squeaky wheel. That's what you hear. Okay, but did the average people kind of like, take their cues from activists well, or they take uh, their cues from the city. Uh, you know, I mean, how many, how many different scenarios, how many different reasons are you getting from just regular folk, not activists that saying, yes, I'm, I, I don't want it because of what? Well, uh, there was an article in the paper uh, over the weekend and it's, hold on a second. Let me find it here. Uh, it's from a guy named uh, Jeffrey McClory. It was an opinion in the inquiry, and he says the proposed railroad sale is the worst idea from City Hall in decades. And he goes on to talk about uh, Norfolk Southern and uh, this whole deal about the uh, railroad cars. And uh, he says, given Mallory's reported mentorship of our current mayor, Aftap Pierval, and endorsement of the sale price, it strikes me as extraordinarily disingenuous that Pierval, in his Norfolk Southern-funded TV ad promoting the sale, would characterize this gold standard railway system as this old freight railway. <laughs> so this guy's an ordinary. He's a business owner. He's not an activist. And um, he's against it. Okay, well, let me say this, because I've— Seeing the commercials that the uh, uh, that the mayor's done, it's like if they sell it, and let me know if I'm wrong or not. If they sell it, all these improvements will go into you know improving the city, right? Yes. You know. Okay. So let me ask you this: infrastructure. Right. Right. Infrastructure, and I don't know if that's true or not. But if you had uh, one property worth five hundred thousand dollars, right, and would you keep it, or would you would you sell it to improve the lives of your kids? and want to see that improvement while you're still living. Well, I mean, it could you could do it either way. It could work both ways. You could still uh, help them out with the $500,000 property you have if you rented it out or leased it out, I guess. No, but I'm talking about permanent. I'm fix this right now. If they need your help in yeah. whatever it is yeah. they need right, right. now, yeah. You know, whether then, it be yeah, putting it through college you or... You probably sell it. You probably sell it, yes. Okay, okay. And so, because you would want to see the improvements, because it's your building, while you're still living. You want to help your kids while you're still living, because that gives you satisfaction, right? Yes, of course. Okay, so so in that case, it's just like me, you know, um, uh, I would, I would want to see the improvements and actually you know, possibly be a part of, uh, of making yes. my kids lives yes. better and, while I'm and, here. And that's see, and that's your opinion. Now, everybody else don't have your opinion, uh, uh, Ray. 
some people might think differently than you, and that's what this is all about. That's why it's in the people's hands. And guess what? The majority rules. And if the majority vote to sell it, then they'll sell it. If the yeah, majority well, vote well, not well, to sell it, then like they this, won't. This killer of this uh, 11-year-old and the guy that's doing the shooting, he probably has. He probably can care less if he have a job or not. He's he's crooked and he's on the wrong side. Well, how do we know? We don't know who he is. We don't know whether he is thirteen years old or fifteen years old or twenty five years old. We don't well, know who he how is. Old he, how old he is? He's one of those. He's one of those kids where he's not going to work because his life is just yeah. a life of crime. Yeah. You know, and he can care less about a, a, a seven to four job or or working part time three or four days a week because his life is just a life of crime. He's going to end up dead or in jail yeah. at some point in life. Probably, probably. All right, hey All Ray, right. thanks for your call, Dale Mallory. Dale, where is Dale? Dale going once. Dale going twice. Oh, Lincoln. Hello. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, Lincoln, how's it going? Pretty good. What's up? Turn your radio what, down. What are you talking about, Dale, going once? Turn, turn oh. your radio down. <laughs> I know, oh, no, I had to you turn my radio You're listening to the delay. Off. Yeah, you're listening yeah, to the yeah, delay. You caught me in that one. Okay. But, um, well, yeah, Lincoln, a couple of things. Okay, for one, yeah, we're all in, in shock about this shooting. And, and I have to tell you something. Our community is our community. Hey, we're all family. Hey, we're all family. Hey, we all hurt. When situations like this happen, we all grieve. Hey, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest with you, we go off in our own corner of the world, Lincoln, and we cry. Well, you, you're you right down there at Ground Zero in the West End. This is my neighborhood, Lincoln. Yes. These are our people. These are our families. You hear me? It's yes. generational stuff. Yes. I hear all this political game, and I listen. I sit back, my father told me, hey, study long and move fast. And that's what I do. But I'm going to tell you something. To all you politicians, do not play games here. Show all those families respect. Give them their privacy. And, you know, and, and to our people, let the process work. You know, let the police do their job. Because it will all level out in the end. But, no, Lincoln, this is a, this is a horrible situation. We think about us. Mm-hmm. You know, this stuff happens repeatedly. Do you, know, do you know how much we grieve down here? Do you know how many people we've lost and never made the news? Okay, yeah, I could yeah. start from junior high and start to name them, and and your show would still. I mean, you wouldn't have enough time. So I'm. A, I'm I just want to do a couple of things here. Okay, yeah, this situation. Hey, our community. Let's all come together. Wrap our arms around that family, and uh, we grieve together. Hey, we come out of this. Hey, I don't care about the politicians talking that junk. You know, don't bring it down here. I'll I'll be there with you. I'm telling you. All right. So this is no West End plan, no, all that bull crap. But, Lincoln, let me get to this. Um, that politician that called in trying to trick Raven into <laughs> letting them push 22. I told you this campaign's full of a lot of mistakes. <laughs> that person and our leadership in the Democratic Party that condones it and endorses it, uh, they owe you guys an apology. An apology, because it's not a game. In politics, you live by rules, rules that get you in trouble. When you remove the rules, Lincoln, you open the door for a lot of things because those of us who know what to do with it, you will create something that you, you, you'll open the door to a, a monster. If they stop living by the rules like you did today, <laughs> you know, I know, like you did, and, you know, all that council person called and was like, joke, it wasn't any joke. 
because I was yeah. listening to it. Yeah. My mouth was hanging open. Yeah. Because yeah. they knew better. Yeah. And they took a younger person and tried to trick them. And it really kind of, you know, bent me badly. And I don't know that person, that council person, but they should be ashamed of themselves. Our democratic leadership, a black person, should be ashamed of herself for allowing it. Hey, that letter of apology should come to Raven Monday. It should come to Lincoln Ware. It should come to your station. And these games have to stop. So All I right. guess I'm out, of time. I'm out of time, Lincoln. But, you know, this stuff is so serious for us, for our community. They don't invest in blacks. They don't invest in black kids. The party's afraid to say black. I'm a black man. I'll say it all day long. And I'm standing up for everything. And no one 22. All garbage right. Campaign. Thanks for your garbage call. Garbage Garbage. Thanks for your call. Unbelievable. All right. Let's move along. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Uh, we need to take a break, and then we'll come back. The Lincoln Ware Show, 1230. The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. He was once a powerhouse at at one hundred point three. Use that mic right there. Yeah, right yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Right and he's back. He went to Alabama, left us, and went to Alabama. Yeah, man. And uh, he's back. and came in for the game. He came for the game. Chris Coleman. What's happening? How you doing? Down. And I can't believe Don Juan for show off today. And when I, but I was with him yesterday. Okay, he came okay. down with us, and I got a chance to see. Little big one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Kids grow up, don't they? Whoa. They, they grow up. Yeah. So I saw. Uh, so we hung out yesterday. Man, had a good time. Time and um, saw Joe Kelly. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Hooked up with him. Hooked up with him and mm-hmm. uh, saw our old Casey Champion and yeah, saw everybody. Yeah, yeah. Saw everybody, yeah, man. So okay. it was just great to be back home here in yes, Cincinnati. Yes, man. And yes. Then coming home for a win. This was beautiful. <laughs> beautiful last. So what night. are you doing now? Well, I run a uh, all black. It was. A, a black-owned radio station there in Birmingham, uh, V ninety four nine WATV. Um, my attorney uh, Courtney French uh, owns it, mm-hmm. um, and we're doing fantastic, man. Okay. We are um, black-owned and intentional. Okay, and uh, it's in and Birmingham. I, and I and right. I and I took uh, took a couple of pages from you. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I'm I'm causing stir like okay. you causing them. Yeah. So y'all do talk on? We there? do talk. I do okay. a, I do a talk show uh, every afternoon called okay. the Think Tank. Okay. Okay. And um. It's um you know all the you politicals and everybody come on and yeah. it's me okay. and I'm on Facebook every day I'm on okay. the stations thing every day okay and okay. we talk about issues that's happening yeah. in Birmingham okay. and in Alabama we also take about national stuff yeah yeah okay. but we basically talk about you know intensively talk about what's going on with Black Birmingham okay yeah. and uh, you play music the other yeah. time okay. so we 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 are a, a twenty five fifty four radio station we do play some rap but the rap we play is adult leaning yeah. like your Drakes okay stuff like that you know that type of stuff but um you know we play we got a blues show that's on every Saturday oh, okay uh, Link, uh, his name is um Big Roll Williams he's a okay. Southern soul artist okay he hosts our blues show okay there's some good Southern blues yeah now. some man, good Southern soul out man, right they now got some stuff yes out there. yes good we yes. Uh, King George is running things oh, King yeah. Fred you got um uh, you got Miss Poochie down there that's doing yeah. big stuff okay. man you got Big Roll Williams who's really 
really huge down there. Miss Poochie, the, yeah. you say Miss Yeah, Miss Poochie, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, Miss Poochie, you got, you got Bad Girl, She's there's another one that you got yeah. a dude called Young Guy. Yeah. So you got a lot of good Southern soul that's yeah, out yeah, down yeah. there. So we play a lot of Southern soul, okay, too. Okay, okay. Um, but uh, the, basically the station sits in the hood. It's right there in Inslee. Okay. Um, okay. Right in the middle of a neighborhood, man. Okay. It is beautiful. People just walk up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so right? like what WCIN used, used to, to be. be. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So people just walk up yeah. and, you know, I have people... Come knock on the door, man! I don't like that what you just said. Yeah, you know, but that's that's the reaction I want. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? So yeah. yeah, we we're intentional, just like this station. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. I'm glad to see you doing well. Yeah, and, man. Yeah, we I'm came up. You... Not, not gonna be the last time I was trying to get up here for a game. Yeah. In September, mm-hmm. but then we got lucky with the weather this time because I told yeah. her if we wait any time after, yeah. after yeah. Thanksgiving, baby, we're gonna be snowed yeah, you lucked in. Out. Yesterday was a nice day, beautiful day, nice beautiful day, day. football. Yes, good, and a great game too, man. Yeah. Man, the Bengals look look like we hot now. Yeah, so it's, yeah. Okay. You know, you know, me and my me and my wife are the only Bengals fans down there in, in <laughs> Birmingham. I know. <laughs> you know, all of, all of them are Pittsburgh and and yeah. you know you got some Atlanta, but you got yeah, Pittsburgh yeah. and Dallas. Okay, really, yeah, yeah. <clears> they okay. they run things. So and, uh, and and of course college, you know who run things now. Oh, Come Roll on, man. Tide. All day. Roll tie. So you, you know what you know we got a a home and home. I think it starts in 26, 2026, where we're coming up here in twenty twenty six to play yeah. Ohio State. Really? Okay. And Ohio State in twenty twenty seven is coming to Alabama. Okay, that'll be good. Uh, we that'll coming be... to the Colorado. We coming to Columbus. Columbus. Okay, yeah, we okay. we tra- we coming with the Alabama okay. team. So we coming. Now, what do you think about our guy Dion? I know you were here on the radio when Dion was here. Dion. Dion Sanders. Sanders. What do wow. you think about what he's doing? Wow. Yeah. Um. D- Dion. Um. Is a hope for a lot of other black coaches. Mm-hmm. He has to win. Um. We want him to win. Because it's gonna open up yeah. doors for other yeah. black coaches to get into right. the and <clears throat> you know people thought he 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 wasn't gonna win the championship his no, first year no, he still got a no. lot of players that he needs to add he, but on he this said, team you know he said that in the beginning you know yeah. um, they were trying to get him to play Nick Say but he said man yeah, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready to yeah. play yeah. Alabama yeah. Right, what are y'all right, doing right, right. I'm not ready he's not ready so yeah. you know and you know because he and Nick are pretty pretty, pretty tight. tight yeah yeah, yeah. so um. He, I, I give him, give me, uh, I want to say about two years because he's coming to Alabama recruiting. Um, he's been to Birmingham. He's been to Birmingham really? already recruiting. Really? He's been down in Enterprise, Alabama. That's where your hog's at. He's been to Georgia. He's been to Florida. So he's recruiting in, in mm. Nick Saban's backyard. Okay, okay. So give him about two years. Yeah. And, and Colorado's going to be something to deal with. And, and you know, and once some, everybody didn't know that is a, a, a um, Dion fan. Um, these are the games that he's supposed to lose anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. supposed to lose or USC. He's supposed to lose he, the Oregon. He really wasn't supposed to be at four wins. No, right he's now. already yeah. he's 400% yeah. in than he yeah. was last year. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's already a good story. So, man, I'm, I'm happy for Dion. Yes. What yes. I, I know, I know it kind of made you happy to see him. Oh boy! Uh, when I, that happened, I, I know you was like, "Yes." I couldn't believe it. I stayed up to two o'clock that <laughs> one morning. Did you? <laughs> did you? Wait, did you stay up watching that? Because it was a West Coast game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, but but it's always good to see you, Chris Coleman. Man, look, Lincoln, back man, in town. Yeah, man, we checking you out too bad. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm picking up some pointers to <laughs> go back home, man. This this one, this is my guy. This is my go-to right here when I have questions. You my go-to. Uh, yeah, yeah. Keep in touch, man. Yeah, Keep no, we touch. heard you yesterday too on. Uh, 
Sunday Wonder Soul Classics. Sunday Soul Classics. So we do, like I said, we do something similar like that on Sundays, yeah. but it's after um, from 12 to 5. Okay. We okay. call it the Magic City Blues Party where okay. he's playing Johnny Taylor, B.B. Yeah. King, but he's playing the Southern Soul with it. Yeah, okay. It's okay. the hottest show All in the right. city, man. Yeah, so, yeah, you, what you're doing, love they, love, they love that old stuff. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, I'm gonna have to check you out. So yeah, um, with V ninety four nine on, we got our we got our own app. We um on, on V ninety four point nine FM in your Google Play and your Apple okay. Store. We have V ninety four nine and um online at myv 949com okay. okay, and I'm on every day at three o'clock. So All right. let's get it. Chris Coleman, my in man. The house. Thanks for stopping. No, by. no, we good. To start, yo, I couldn't <laughs> leave it without seeing Lincoln. Where? That's what I told him. I said, man, are you at the station? I'm coming. <laughs> good to see you, buddy. And good to see the missus. Yeah, too, yeah, right? she hanging out. Yeah. All, right. All, right. All right, Lincoln. All right, good, good to see you, buddy. To you. All, All right, right, man. Let's uh, take a break, and then we'll come back. Marcus Oblaye, Blade, and others holding on. We'll get to you on twelve thirty. The buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Does it get any better than Smokey Robinson? I don't think so. It's good to see old Chris Coleman. Yeah, Chris Coleman, the man, uh, left here and went back to Birmingham, Alabama. And sounds like they got it going on down in in the ham, Birmingham. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Marcus Obelaye Blade. Marcus, how you doing? Hey, Lincoln Ware. How you feeling, brother? Pretty good. What's up? Hey, uh, first of all, I you know, listening to the mayor is just disgusting, man. We need to, you know, get rid of uh, Bollywood as soon as possible. Oh, my God. Oh. And take that damn... Uh, City manager that he oh, got out why of the strip clubs. Just why, get him about Why are you it. such a hater? Why are you such a hater, uh, Marcus? Because, because I'm sitting around here watching all these city workers with their hands in their pockets and doing nothing, and and then you tell me you can't repair the streets that are water. You know they don't even know what waterworks is, man. We paying three times as much right now. And all we get out of it is more people standing around with their damn hands in their pockets, man. I mean, really, when you see on the street, it's ridiculous. And what's so sad to us, the people who fought for them, who when Mark Mallory was trying to sell the water, we fought for the water. When uh, Mark Mallory was trying to sell the trash, we, we, we uh, no, I can't say that about the trash people. I mean, the trash people get around here and they get their job done. So uh, excuse me, brothers, because it's mostly brothers. But you're one of the them, right, Marcus? You're one of them because you were <laughs> digging in some trash, <laughs> man. But but Lee, where you? I mean, you made that up. So made you know, what you can up? Stick with that. Made but what Lee, up, where, Marcus? Listen. Marcus, you admitted to it. We didn't make this stuff up, Marcus. Lincoln, where ain't nobody admit to nothing like that. But oh let's my move God. on. Let me, oh can I move God. on, bro? Uh, yeah, you want to move on now that you know you've been caught. But go ahead. You no, know, but Lincoln, where listen to this, man. I looked at that uh, interview that you did with Mallory, and this is not taking calls. Thing is just pathetic, man. Yeah, but uh, he admitted that during the past thirty years that the black community hasn't gotten anything from city council or the mayor, correct? 
Who said that? Mark Mallory doing an interview. I watched it twice. Uh, I don't know if he said that. I mean, why would he say they haven't gotten anything and he was part of it? Uh, he w- but that's he would just it. That, he's so, Mark Mallory is so stupid, he didn't even realize he was a man for eight years. Lincoln, where? <laughs> See, and that's See, why I don't he, think he said that. I don't think he said that, uh, Marcus. Okay, well, well, everybody go back and look at the interview. And also, you know, to get Nate Livingston to call in like that, man. Nobody I mean, got I, Nate Livingston to call in. Nate Livingston just called in. Well, you know, I used to know the old Nate, and I never would have thought in my life that he would kiss that much gay ass in my life. <laughs> oh, and Lincoln, where well, listen, oh, brother, his brother Emmanuel loves him, but that was not chocolate icing he was trying to get off of Nate Living. Oh, my goodness. Oh, jeez. Let's just move on. I can't take Marcus anymore. Obelaye, how you doing? <laughs> hey, Lincoln, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Um, What's up? What's up? Well, well, I wanted to call because, uh, you know, they brought the, um, I don't know what they call that in community engagement piece that they brought to Winton Hill. Oh, yes. And Last Wednesday. What? How was that? Did you show what? up? I did. What was that? But anyway, you know, let me just say this. You know, the brother Jeremiah who, who put this together, I mean, this brother is amazing. You ever see, see this brother down there named Jeremiah? Um, I'm not um, sure who he is. I'm not sure. Oh, man, this brother got a smile that will light up the whole room. You know, uh, he's a great young man to put together a great presentation uh, about what I'm still not sure. I mean, I had a few days to even sleep on it, Lincoln, and I still, I was like, what just happened? I thought we was going to come talk about the train, and and, and then, you know, the, 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 the city manager said we're not talking about that per se. You know, we're going to give you a little history on it. But we're not going to, you know, uh, discuss it, whether we, you know, for it or against it. And I thought, yeah. so all yeah. of those train questions I had in my yeah, head right. to be answered. <laughs> right. right. We're not going to well, go over that. And then they took us through an exercise where they had, had us right. put up things on the boards. And I'm like, we did this yeah. already. Yeah. Um, so, but, but the interesting thing is um, when I looked at, I looked around the room and I seen nobody from Wind Hill. And see, that's what gets me. Myself. Now, okay. Why didn't the people in that community know what was going on? Or do they really care? A, they don't care about the railroad. They don't care about 22. They just don't care, and they didn't want to get involved? Or what? Did they, did they know what was going on? Here's the thing. Did they know what was going on? They called me a fool for going in there. They were saying, you wasting your time. I was like, but, man, you got to meet these people. These are beautiful. Ain't this the most beautiful Council you ever seen though, Lincoln? I ain't just being funny either. I mean, this is a these are nice people. They act like something wrong with these people. I'm like, come in here, shake their hands. Yeah. They get we got to deal with them next year. So come on in here and meet them at least. So what these do you people think? Said, we so fed up with them, we don't even want to shake their hands. They See. got free food. We don't even want the wraps. We don't even want to eat the food. We don't want to be nowhere in the room. They intentionally did not want to participate because they sick of the pool. Well, and, and, and it's, it's part of their fault. Well, the next time they say that, tell them it's part your fault because they don't come out and vote. I see the numbers in those precincts over there. They don't come out and vote. 
Lincoln, we talked about this before. Now, I told you, if they think we're supposed to make the first move, they are miscalculating. They could win this 22 easy if they knew how to come get us. But they yeah. don't know how to come okay. get us. So okay. guess what, Lincoln? We'll never get it. Answer this question we'll to me. We'll never get it. What you a, think you're supposed to come. Hold on. Oblige. Hold on one Please. second. How do yes, they sir. come? You said come and get us. What do you want them? What do they want the people to do? What do they want? Okay, we have a... Hello? Oh, man. Obelaye called back. I think he hung up on himself. Okay, Obelaye called back, and we'll get you in there. I want to know what the people up in Winton, in Winton uh, Hills, up there on Winesti Avenue and all on all those streets over there, what do they want? He said, come get us. What? what? What do they want people to do? Obelaye, please call back. Where is he? I hope you don't think I hung up on him. He hung up on himself. I hope he calls back because I want to know what does it take to get the people up in Winton, uh, Winton Hills involved? What does it take? And he was getting ready to tell me. Why would they... So turned off by coming down to the meeting, the council members weren't even there for the first for the most part. They weren't even there. They weren't even allowed to come to the meeting. Could you answer that phone? Is that Obelaye? <laughs> the phone's ringing. She, I'm asking for Obelaye, and the phone is just ringing. Anyway, uh, uh, the council members weren't even there. Okay, he's back. Okay, Obelaye, first of all, the council members yes, weren't even at the meeting. Nobody ever said they were going to no. be there. No, no. The thing is, let's say this. The council members, we weren't talking about that with them previously. What we need out here was not even on any of those boards. They said, so list your priorities. Okay. Not one of our priorities is okay. on that board. What's your priority? Not one. What, what, what's, what would be the number, number one, pri one priority? Yeah. Our number one priority is economic recovery of this community. Yes. We wrote clear English. It's not like we pie in the sky stuff, Lincoln. We're talking about we need a true economic recovery that allows people in this community to set up businesses, to, to be invested so, in, in this community. Your, something's wrong number with your two, phone, Oberlein. Something's wrong with your phone. It keeps, like, clicking on and off or something. I don't know. But keep going. I don't know. I think I'm too hyped. <laughs> but anyway, let me let me let me simmer down. Yeah. But what I'm saying, Lincoln, is it's a lot of things that we could do out here. Just like you know, my heart goes out to the families in the West End because there's nothing like losing a child or having a child caught up in this type of stuff. And we feel that yeah. all the way out here. Yeah. Our kids got oh, friends yeah. down there that was in that stuff. It, you, the whole city grieves over that. But again, when we deal with the city council, just the city administration is out of touch with us. They're great okay. people. They're nice people. I like them and all. That's what my point now, was. When you say they're even a good-looking council, but when you say not economic recovery, what do you want them to give you? What What do you you say economic recovery? What does that mean? Jobs? Does see, that mean uh, see, you know you again, want what? I don't want it to sound like we're asking for a gift. This is not giving us things. We need an investment in this community so that we can invest in the businesses here. Our community council can't assist anybody with anything out here. We can't do nothing for anybody because we have enough money to do things only for the youth. 
The stuff we do is mainly for young people. But what we're going to do, Lincoln, we're going to have what we call the day after campaign. That's the day after the election. Mm -hmm. We got our own community development plan. It's called the Human Development Action Plan. And we finna get busy on that with or without the city. We want their input. We ain't mad. We told them this is not us yelling at you. We pleading to you to come out here and work with us. And it hasn't happened. And they should be shamed of themselves. Well, I I agree. You might have been overlooked by some members of council. I won't say all. Well, okay. I'm I'm 53 years old, and in my entire life, well, you know, shameful, man. Well, you know, I I know some people. If they move out there, they're stuck out there. They can't get out of there once they get in there. And I know that's that's our goal. See. One of, that's on our list, too, is, is housing because, again, yeah. it is people who want to be out of here and yeah. we want to help them. Right. And they, they can't get out. Some people don't want to live in apartments. Yeah, yeah. We're going to help them get out. But here's what we have to see. We need the city to be our partner. We wrote that in the plan. We, we have to partner with the city or it doesn't work. I don't have the credibility I need on the streets if the city is just leaving me out here hanging and vice versa. That's why I said the initiatives that they want to pass – I look at other communities, they should be voting on 22. They should be supporting this stuff. Mm-hmm. But my community don't. And they don't vote like a, they use it like a tool. Y'all think we out here confused. We know exactly what's going on. And what's going on is we are not a part of the pie. And I'm so cr- disturbed, Lincoln, because I have voted in every election since I was old enough. And I don't know what to do to tell somebody else how important that right is but if they don't think so it's not because they don't know it's because they're that disenchanted well how can disenfranchised how can city council help them if they don't even want to show up and when they think city council is going to be somewhere if city council had a had a meeting out there if they had a council meeting in winton terrace would they show up no how you gonna get help how you gonna they have to empower the community council first lincoln they can't take the to the people. They got to empower us at the community council level. Let us build the relationship with the citizens, and then the citizens will be ready. But if they can't come and deal with us, they definitely ain't finna deal with the people. All right. Well, you ought to again. So, you ought to get together go and go down and set up some meetings with the council members. I know Scotty will meet with you. I know Jan Michelle will meet sure, with you. We met. And you know they will. They will. Hey, Lincoln, they met with us, and they told us they got our backs. They said, whatever y'all want, we're going to back y'all on this, and I believe them. But where you at? We need you right now. We need See, now we got to go through this election, but I, yep. I pray that all the people who promised us something win so that we can sit at the table and show this city how to make a community rated number 52 move up the chart. Well, the people see, we who should promised- be having a thing where we help the 52nd Hold community. Hold on. The people who promised you something— well, you got to go vote for them. See, that's the problem. Y- y- y'all complain up there, but you don't vote. We will. We will when they deliver on their promises, Lincoln. The ball is in their court first. They can't say I promise and then don't come through on their promise and say, see, you got to come vote for me first. Well, that they is ridiculous. If they're not in office, they can't help you. And it's not like we could say, okay, if they are in office, it ain't like we could say, well, take my tax money and don't put it behind none of the initiatives of this person who don't support me. You can't do that. So they got my money. I need they sort they 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 service. Yeah. They they owe me the service like the, they, anybody else in the city of Cincinnati. I ain't saying. I said, but you can prioritize us if we're rated number fifty-two. 
yeah, we shouldn't have to go through the same channels as everybody else. If you put me in a competitive grant, it's likely I'm going to lose because I can't compete. All so right. if you want me to be a competitive community, you have to prioritize number 52 so that next year I'm not number 52. And I can help number 52 get to number 51. You know, and we could keep helping the person yes. at the bottom. But what they're doing is saying, you help me first, and then I'll come help you. Okay, and that's so, ridiculous. So Lincoln. the next community, your community council meeting, you need to invite some city council members to your community council meeting. That's, I think that's, that's what we're doing. On okay. Wednesday, we're we going to get with them after the election. Okay. But the day after the election, while everybody having their hangovers, we're going to be meeting preparing our plan to take to the city. We know okay. we, we got to be a part of this. Okay. We know we got to work with the city. That's uh-huh. my point. Okay. So right. we're getting our plans together tomorrow at the Wind Hills Community Council Office, 5318 Winesti. Come and see us tomorrow from 6 to 8 p.m. I mean, not tomorrow. It's Wednesday, the day after the election. Yes. We're calling it the day after. Yes. All and, right. and then after that, we'll be at the Greenwich on Wednesday night uh, discussing this. All right. So, Come on out and kick it with us. Thanks, Lincoln. Thanks for your call, Ubalaye. Oh, boy. Woo. Let's take a break. We'll come back. 1230, The Buzz. 1230, WDBZ, The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you. I want to tell all you seniors out there, yeah, Right now is a good time if you want to choose a new doctor. You know, now is the time to do it. Uh, You can call dedicated senior medical centers. And when you go there, you can have your doctor's cell phone number. Oh, yeah. They take a chance of giving some people the doctor's cell phone number. You don't call into an answering service. And then the doctor calls you back five hours later. You can text your doctor or call them. Yeah. And uh, dedicated senior medical center. They have all types of programs going on over there like aerobics uh, they have yoga uh, bible study line dancing uh, i was at the black and white cancer gala and my mother-in-law goes to dedicated and she called herself line dancing on saturday night i couldn't believe it <laughs> yes but they have it all over there at dedicated senior medical center three locations one in Mount Airy on Colerain Avenue, one in Roselawn on Reading Road, and one on the west side of town on Glenway at Glenway Crossing. So pick up the phone, give them a call. They, they'll let you come over and take a tour, and they'll explain everything that they do to you right there. The phone number, 513-572-5757. That's 513-572-5757. Dedicated Senior Medical Center. Give them a call. And uh, they'll get you together and uh, some great people over there. All right. In the studio with me, none other than Mean Gene Galvin, who used to have a show right here on The Buzz. When we first started out on The Buzz, we were on Summit Road. The Buzz was on Summit Road. And um, I tell you. uh, Hold on a second. Mike. Okay, there we go. Go ahead. It was easy to park there, you yeah. know. It was <laughs> central. No, I like it here too. I yeah, like it yeah. better here. But. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, out there was closer to home for me, you know. For you, yeah, it's, but, from, uh, for it's me, a long but... drive down here. Yeah, it's a long drive down here. But yeah, I mean, um, you used to come on in the evenings, and yeah. man, people used to love it. This is when we would talk all day. 
I know. All day, you know. I, know. I kind of owned the night because there was nobody else to on local right. yeah. talk radio at night. Yeah, yeah. I was on from 7 to 9. Seven and to I nine. appreciated the opportunity, Lincoln, because you were my boss, and it was a heck of an experience. And uh, I learned a lot, and it was a great audience. It was it was a blast, to be and, honest. And, of course, you were the spokesperson for Jerry Springer. Well, I don't uh, know. You know yeah, we're you, old they, friends. They, they call you the spokesperson for Jerry Springer. Well, uh, sadly, <laughs> sadly, when he died, uh-huh. I, I did do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his wife, Mickey, a wonderful person. She's pretty private, and she was, of course— you know, nearly disabled emotionally by mm-hmm. that event. Yeah, yeah. It, it it wasn't like dying of a heart attack. It didn't come out of nowhere, but pancreatic cancer is so uh, insidious. It's almost hidden. You don't know that you're going to die from it till you're pretty deep mm. into it. Jeez. And it's too late. And so anyway, I said, I was asked and I said, sure, I'll, uh, it was a celebrity. So a lot of people had to be interacted with, and it was, uh, I did it and was happy to do it, yeah, and it yeah. was hard to do. Yeah. He's an old friend of mine going all the way back to 1969. Jeez. That's a long friendship. A long time, yeah. So, anyway. All right, well, uh, election tomorrow, and yeah. uh, we call you our uh, political analyst. Uh-oh, and, my uh, God. Yeah, that's what that's what your title. What when you was on my TV show, that's what we put under there for your right? title. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, so we got all kind of issues out there. And yeah. explain, what is issue one? Explain it to people well, who may not know. It's basically pretty easy on the one hand, but it's a big damn deal. It is a big deal because— you would put the right in Ohio, the right to have an abortion into the state constitution. That means that no legislative body, and here, here's the odd twist, and that's an incredibly odd twist. Ohio's a, now a rather conservative state. So the conservative state legislature and Senate, Republicans who are conservative, own both of those houses and the governorship. Mm-hmm. So Lincoln, they've got all three branches. So they can do whatever the heck they want to do on any issue, including abortion. And they want to make abortion almost illegal across the board. So they're one of those states that tried to put in a thing where, what is it, six weeks or some some very short period of time Mm -hmm. before a woman even knows she's pregnant. And after that, can't get an abortion. So this issue, one, if it passes, puts into the state constitution state constitution, Mm -hmm. which means that the House, the Senate, and the governor in Ohio cannot take away any rights to abortion. Mm -hmm. So that's called codifying abortion into the state constitution. So if issue one passes, that's the way it's going to be. The odd twist is you would have then a very liberal policy and a very conservative state. Here's why. People who even vote for Donald Trump, many of them, do not want the government telling women yeah. whether or not yeah. or when they can have an abortion. Mm-hmm. There's the bottom line right there. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I say it's an odd twist. It is going to be, if it passes, a lib- bottom line, a liberal policy and a you very know, conservative state. And that's almost like Kentucky with the governor who, yeah. uh, who is a, uh, a Democrat in a Republican state pretty exactly much. right. Now, how does that happen? 
how did how did Bashir get in there? Of course, well, they had a lousy governor before him, and people hated him. Well, and that's, that's how Bashir got in there. Yeah, because Bevins sucked so bad yeah. that Bashir got in. Bevins made such enemy. Bevin made such enemies out of the educational community, yeah. of mm-hmm. which I'm a member. I'm a ex educator. And uh, so Brashear got in. However, then Brashear got in, and he's a really good governor. Yeah, he's been doing pretty good. He's a really good now, governor, so he may sudden, hold on. Now, Cameron's got Donald Trump. He's rolled out Donald Trump all right, now, now these last now, few days. Now, I don't want to go too far away from issue one, but I <laughs> yeah. want to comment on that. Yes. Here, here's the thing about this Kentucky election. And 20 years ago, my wife and I, uh, we I'm a retired educator, so I'm I'm— I'm a working man. I'm not like you, Lincoln. I'm not a rich guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're right. So I, so we wanted a river view and a condo. And the only place we could afford it was in northern Kentucky. So that's why we went there. So I didn't go to Kentucky to yeah. go to Kentucky, yeah. although I do love Kentucky. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not ragging on Kentucky. I like Kentucky. But um, so I've been there for uh, 20 years, and uh, Kentucky— is very conservative. Mm-hmm. Trump won by 26 points the last time. He lost the election. He won by 26 mm-hmm. points. So Brashear is so good as a governor, and Trump is now openly endorsing Brashear. Yeah. He's got commercials you mean, running. Uh, you mean uh, Cameron? Cameron, pardon yeah, me, Cameron, yeah. Cameron. He's endorsing Cameron, and if Brashear wins... That is going to be very bad for Donald Trump because he came in hard to try yeah, to help yeah, Cameron yeah, come across right, the finish line. Right. And I don't I the, the polls now there's a that's showing that Trump is would beat Biden today if they Oh win. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in, in the five battleground states. I don't think Trump will they, ever win the national well, popular. The vote. way they're talking, they're not they said Oh, I think it's I think it's a very uh cloudy picture right now. I'm yeah. not, I'm not gonna get, you know, defensive and and uh, I'm not going to BS about it. No, I think right now, Trump, I saw something where you you asked people, uh, what would Trump be better on? Well, A, he would keep us out of war, and B, he would be better for my finances. It, it, so it doesn't matter what their yeah. philosophies are. Right. Those are simple things. Simple. Yeah, yeah. And if you get people on those, I, I don't want to be over fighting, whether it's Israel or Ukraine. And mm-hmm. if people cop that mind and if they think that Bidenomics isn't good and all the data says Bidenomics is doing great, by the way. But it doesn't matter. It's what's in what's your in, head, in their mind. How you all perceive right. It. We're going to take a break for news. Then we'll come back. We'll finish up on issue one. Then we'll go to issue two. Now, yeah. we're he's just explaining these issues, folks. He's just explain, he's not telling you to vote for one or the other. No, he's just explaining what the issues are, in case you don't know. And when you get in there, you see all this writing on your ballot. you be like, what the hell? Yeah. So that's what we're doing here. Yeah, we're, Let's fix take- it. we're fixing the what the hell. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back 1230. The Buzz.